Hi, I'm Jack Griffin. And I'm David Peters. Welcome to Gap Chat, where we interview our fellow gappers about how they are taking charge of their year. This episode's guest is Langa Siziba, a future classmate of ours in Harvard's class of 2025. Hey, Langa. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? I'm great. Would you mind starting out by telling us a little bit about yourself? Okay, so I'm Langa. I come from Zimbabwe. Uh, that's in Africa, Southern Africa. I'm dual ethnic, so I'm Debele and I'm Shona, which are two tribes that are here in Zimbabwe. Right now, I'm just working at USAP Community School. Were there any particular things that you did a lot of in high school that you remember uh, fondly? Yeah, I don't know if it's the same, you know, for your high school system there, but. Um, the system is a little bit different, but then it's different in terms of the way our subjects are structured. Mm-hmm. So it's like um, you do a whole lot of subjects for the first four years of high school. High school is six years. And mm-hmm. then you do um, less subjects in the last two years of high school, which is so you choose your favorite subjects. And for me, that was math, physics, chemistry and statistics. Nice. I did a lot of singing in high school. That's like what I spent most of my time doing in high school. Yeah. And I was into a whole lot of clubs. I was more or less like that person who does everything at the school (laughs) just for the sake of doing it. (laughs) I swim. I love swimming. Are you thinking about um, continuing in like, I don't know if you do like, um, like competitive swimming, but are you thinking about continuing swimming or like singing? Like joining an acapella group or something on on campus? Definitely joining an acapella group is like my number one list. Like it's on my number one. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) well, swimming competitively, no. But then I did play chess in high school. So I'm thinking of doing that competitively. That's cool. Could you tell us a little more about the work you've been doing with your community school? I'm a math TA. So that's for A level. That's the Mm -hmm. advanced level um, of our subject structures. So just basically I help kids with their math problems and do remedial lessons and I help the teacher and what a teaching assistant does. But then also I'm a resident assistant, which means that um, I monitor, it's a boarding school. So Mm -hmm. that means that I monitor the students um, after school And um, right now, I'm the debate leader. So I'm just helping them out with debate because I did a little bit of that in high school. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's a new school. So it's really fun and exciting. And all the students are all, yay, they're actually teaching assistants at the school because, like, (laughs) that never happens in high school. (laughs) That's so cool. So these are high school students? Yes. So you're pretty close in age with them. Yeah. Actually, some of them are older than me. (laughs) Really? How does that work? I mean, do you become like actual friends with them or is it kind of weird? Well, no, we can't really become friends with them because it becomes (laughs) difficult to lead them. So it's like they are generally closer to us than um, the adult staff. Because, well, we're in the same age range. So they come to us with different problems and stuff. The things that they can't tell the teachers or the resident master. Those are the type of things they come with to us. But friends, no. 
<laughs> yeah. But then I do have friends here, though. Like the other teaching assistants and some of the younger teachers. They're cool. That must be such a really cool environment. Yeah. How did you um, get involved uh, being a TA? Um, I attended this program called Yale Young African Scholars. And then um, the school wanted some TAs. And they asked the yes gap year students to apply. And then I applied. And then I got in. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. What other work did you do with the Young Scholars Program? So for the YAS program, I just generally completed it. And then they helped me a little bit with my university applications. But then um, by then, the way it works is like at the time when there's university applications, it's like clashes with our exam time. Mm. So when I was in my sixth form, my last um, year in high school, I couldn't do my applications because it was just too much for me. So they just helped me through my gap year, um, helped me with SATs and um, all that until, yeah, until I finally applied. Oh, so you didn't apply in your final year of high school. Okay, so you got into Harvard during your gap year, right? Exactly. Interesting. How was that? Was it, how was it like leaving high school and not knowing where your next step is? Well... To me, it's my first gap year, but then in actual sense, because I wrote my exams in 2019, it's like two gap years, right? But taking a gap year when I left high school was not part of the plan. I was going to go to a local university. And because I did well in high school, local universities were super easy to get into. So that was always like my plan A at the time. Until I got the job here. And then that became my plan E. Gotcha. Are you potentially interested in teaching and education in the future? No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) I, I personally respect our teachers because they are such patient human beings. And that is just beautiful. But I am not in any way that patient. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. What are you interested in concentrating in once you get to Harvard? Uh, Electrical engineering. Ooh. How come? Well, I just, I I love physics, but not all physics. I think I mostly like electricity. I don't know how else to put it. It's Mm -hmm. just that thing, that thing that you just know that this Mm -hmm. is what I want to do. And... I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not going to change my mind because I know <laughs> that can happen. Yeah. But also, I plan on coming back to uh, Zimbabwe when I'm done, and mm-hmm. um, that means that I need to do a degree that's relevant with our needs in Zimbabwe. Also relevant in order for me to be able to actually get employed or start my own thing. So there are certain things that I can't do, like not if I want to come back. Like I can be an astrophysicist and then become an astrophysicist in USA or somewhere else. But right now there's no use for astrophysicists in Zimbabwe. So yeah, 
my love for physics then stopped me like no <laughs> calm down <laughs> so when you say bring back the degree and apply it to what's relevant in zimbabwe do you have any idea like what that would be do you have any you know like late at night like oh i could do this and then you just kind of start planning and figuring out your life plan and stuff like that my major thing is i want africa to have a phone that's made in africa designed by africans and distributed in africa that has all the functionalities of iphones of samsung phones that's really cool cuz right now the phones that are african distributed in africa are not actually made in africa for example we've got gtel here in zimbabwe which is the classic smartphone it works it's got a great camera everything but then um all the parts are made in china and then assembled in right. zimbabwe so it's like it's not really it's not really african Lenga, do you want to talk at all about um the other like jobs that you've had on your gap year or um I volunteered at this mental health um organization called Simple Smile Life and then they stopped when covid hit like they mm-hmm. couldn't do it anymore so um a group of friends and I were really into that mental health stuff and mm-hmm. I'm Christian So we started our Christian um mental health group because we feel like most Christians don't really acknowledge what mental health is mm-hmm. and especially here in Zimbabwe so we decided to spread awareness and yeah that's what I'm mostly doing on the side right now that's like the major thing I'm doing we call it Shabak which is also a it's a jewish christian name and uh yeah that that was what i did during my gap year basically longa do you have any advice for the people listening who are considering taking a gap year or any of your fellow gappers right now who could use another perspective to help them out yeah i think um definitely what's important in a gap year is having something to actually help you grow You don't want to take a whole year off your studies for you to do nothing with that whole year. So, I just believe that if you decide that you need to take a gap year, make sure that you're growing in that gap year or you're discovering who you are as a person or you're doing something that you really love that you can't do during the school year. I think uh if you are thinking of taking a gap year, then just look into the type of things you can do during your gap year and make sure that it is worth it you don't want to take a year off school and then realize oh my gosh i wasted a whole year of my life <laughs> yeah that's great and that's also kind of new advice i don't know if we've gotten that one yet so thank you yeah definitely definitely important to important to hear for sure well lenga thank you so much for joining us on the show But thank you for having me. And thank you for listening to Gap Chat. This episode was made possible by all of our loyal fans. Two more and we can make a baseball team. As always, I'm Jack Griffin and I'm David Peters. Stay tuned for new episodes every Saturday.